Hey everyone, welcome back to Knowing the Creator with your host, Vashiji. A pleasant good morning to you all. As you continue to listen in, may God continue to bless you. May he continue to rest upon your shoulders. Amen. We need to know more about God, people. And we are glad that you're able to tune in and to listen in, right? Forget about me. May, may I be diminished and God be um, exalted. Amen. God needs to be exalted in all of this. When we go on a job for him, when we're doing something for him, it should always be about him. You know, we can mention situations and circumstances in our own lives, um, but we need to remember that um, it's all about God and what he is trying to say to the people because it's so important, you know, to hear what God has to say because now, there are so many avenues that are speaking and sometimes we're confused. We just have to know who God is and understand that, hey, you know what? This is, this is what he is saying today. Amen. So we spoke about Adam and Eve and we spoke about the rib connection. That's what we were talking about last time. And it was so juicy and sweet. I hope you guys receive something out of it. I hope you gentlemen, you ladies, wherever you are, you 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 receive something um, out of that episode because it's so great. And God is doing such wonderful things, right? God reconstructed Adam to take a rib, right? Uh, from Adam and to place it in the woman and called her woman and called her his help. And he said, you two shall become one flesh. Amen. Praise God. So Adam's body, God took a rib to add to Eve in Genesis 2 verse 22. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from the man, he used it to make a woman. Amen. We spoke about a lot of this in the last the last episode, and we're just going to reiterate a little bit more on it. After he created her, he brought her to, the, to Adam. What could be so important to God that he would use parts of the man to create the woman, amen, and pronounce her to be his help as he, uh, he, uh, he called her his help meet, right? And, 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 and that is important. What, what was God trying to do? Right now we're so independent. You know, we don't need a man. We don't need a woman. You know, uh, we have things all rearranged. But we're trying to understand the mind of God and what he thinks when he thinks about man and he thinks about the woman. And then, you know, maybe, just maybe, someplace in our hearts we'll understand that honor belongs to both. Because God created both with his own mighty hand. He didn't create Adam and ask someone to come along and create Eve. He bent down and he created Adam from the dust. And he went again to create Eve, right? Why did he do all of that? He could have just called Eve into being. He could, there are thousands of different ways in which Eve could have come on the scene. But God chose to create Eve, right? He created her and honored her as Adam's help. Amen. Praise God. And, 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 and we see what God is doing here. We're just looking into it. And as he reasons with us, let us get this. He is saying today, a man needs more than a dog or a cat or a monkey 
or just an animal in general, if he does not choose the path of the Lord, and believe me, even if you choose the path of the Lord, men and women out there, you will get lonely at times. It does not matter. There's a scripture that says the spirit of the Lord doesn't thrive uh, thrive with mankind all the time, thrive with mankind all the time because men are evil. Right? We are so evil at times that sometimes God's spirit has to just stand to the side. He just does not get involved because we do too much. We know we do too much. You know what? Many of us that do a lot of evil, you know what we do? As soon as we hear the word of the Lord, we are ready to X ourselves out of it. Oh, not me. I'm a good person. I do all the good. I do so much good. Listen. You do 10,000 good and it does not replace the one evil that you do because sin is sin and God is holy. So can one sin go through the gate of heaven? I don't believe so. Not even one. He said we have to repent of all our transgressions, all our sins. So all the hidden ones that nobody knows about, God judges those right? So they're not hidden from anybody. So we just have to repent of them. And when you repent, what does that mean? When we repent, that means we're turning away from that thing, whatever it is. We have to change the mindset. The heart has to be changed, right? And when we receive God, how do we get real change? We only get real change from accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Because as as, as, as we spoke about in previous episode, the, Jesus is a new covenant, And without the new covenant, we don't get forgiveness. We cannot get forgiveness. You know why? Because we cannot do righteousness. It's not in our nature. We were born in sin and shaped in iniquity, says the word of the Lord. So we cannot be righteous on our own. So all who are out there sitting on the wayside saying, oh, I'm righteous. I do good. I do a lot of good. And, you know, I'm going to look into heaven because I have no sin. The Bible said, You're a liar and the truth is not in you because all have sinned, all, all of us, none of us are righteous. The only way we become righteous, the Bible says also, he that practice righteousness is righteous. You accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior who is the one and only righteous part of God that came in the flesh. Then we can talk about righteousness. But besides that, all the good you do. Good is good. The Bible said he will reward you for the works of your hands. So if you do good out there, listen, there is rewards for you. But that doesn't tell you that you're going to reign with Christ forever. No, the Bible did not guarantee you that. He said your good works cannot save you. So let us keep that in mind. Only thing that can save you is repentance through salvation. Amen. Accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior and acknowledging that you are a sinner. Can you say that to yourself? Can you say, I am a sinner and I need forgiveness and I need to repent. I'm not good. I was born evil. And even though I may not be practicing a lot of evil, I, I often do evil things. Why? Because my nature attracts me to evil things. It's not all my fault, but I am an evil person. And in order for me to be a righteous person, which I want to be, I have to acknowledge that Jesus came and died for me to be righteous. And I'm going to continue in that. Amen. Amen. Just flowing a little bit side to the topic, but we're still speaking about man and woman and the rib connection. So as God created everything, he felt it was good. Genesis 2 verse 24, God expected two, a man and a woman to become one flesh, the rib connection. 
always that the woman moves about always with part of the man and so created from the beginning. If we understand what God did, or if we understood what God did then, then he could begin, we could begin to understand the value of each other. Amen. There's value in a man and there's value in a woman. And God placed those values there. And those values, are they have to be at a higher standard than how the earth values man and woman. Amen. Praise God. Because God is above us all. If we understand what God did, then we could begin to understand the value of each other as he made man and woman. Now, in our generation, the seed of a man bear the seed of a man bears fruit and came forth of the woman. Amen. Don't we know that's how it is? The man's seed came forth from the woman. So you see, we're still doing we in the beginning it was a rib connection but see we still have a connection here because without the man the woman cannot bear seed right the man has to put the seed there for the woman to bring forth that seed right bear that that seed god had it all figured out then right he however was hoping we would obey and bear righteous fruits. Amen. That's what he wanted in that garden. Righteous fruits. But you know what? We got impatient. Patience is a virtue. We were talking to me and my husband was talking about patience. Patience is such a good thing. I want to have more of it. I I don't I think I'm a little bit terrible when it comes to patience. And it depends on what it is. I mean, I try to ex, ex, extend patience in a lot of circumstances. And some of the, the circumstances, I feel like I can't waste my patience there because it's not fruitful. And I think sometimes we have to use God's wisdom when it comes to patience. We can die under being patient. You know, the devil knows that we are patient and he tries to wear us all the way out. And sometimes, you know, with the spirit of God, we have to say, nope, nope, nope. So I'm thankful to God for that. Right. But at the same time, I still think I could use a more of a patience in my life. I need to um to improve my patience abilities, right? Amen. Praise God. Anybody out there need to improve their patience abilities because we all need patience. It's a virtue. And God is so patient with us. He's so kind and patient all day long. You know, we think we're righteous when we never even accept Christ. We reject his commandments and we we feel we're the most patient person alive. We do wrong. We're sinners. And we continue in that and we are so patient. But that's not where patient goes. We don't be patient with sin. Sin is not something to be patient about. We war against sin. Jesus came and he was a warrior when it comes to sin. He wars against unrighteousness. And when he comes back, according to the book of Revelation, he is going to be warring against unrighteous act, right? He told us in his word. So amen, praise God. Let us continue with the rib connection. With a man dedicating himself to the pure holiness of God, right? We think of the fruits that God has given the man, the righteous seeds, the righteous seeds that he has given the man. But, you know, we don't always continue, as I said, because sin sometimes overtake us, you know, if we're not resting in righteousness. With a man dedicating himself to the pure holiness of God, he could have, um, without he does, he could have severe cases of loneliness if he does not dedicate himself to the Lord, walking the earth by himself, right? Only God can fill that gap as he already knows. He already knows about the beginning of the cre- uh, 
he already knows him from the beginning of creation. The man needs the woman, and the woman needs the help to help the man, and they both need the Lord. Amen. How do we know that? Many households don't even have the Lord. Where is God in the household? People, how is the generation going to survive without God? How are you going to have children and don't teach them nothing about Christ? What is that? That's so irresponsible. Don't you think it is? That is very irresponsible because guess what? God gave you breath in your body to get up and go to work, to get up and move about, and you're going to have a bunch of seeds that he gave you, and you're not going to tell them nothing about him, and you're not going to make sure that you educate yourself about God yourself so you can share it with your children. That is an irresponsible thing to do. What do you expect to happen to your generation? Don't you want your generation to live on? You want your generation to live on and know who God is so that they can make their decisions based on what he is about? It, it is a responsibility, people. It is. Only God can fill the gap that we have in our lives. And he knows them from the beginning of time. The man needs the woman's help, right? We both need the Lord, the man and the woman. Not to say that women do not get lonely too. But God said it was not good for man to be alone, right? What did he say that for? He has reasons. I believe in a way both can get lonely. However, with a missing rib from the man to create the woman, God placed an eternal bond around the two, right? Why did he use the rib from the man to the woman? Bond, eternal, eternal bond, people. Adam could could not just take his rib back because you know because he did not believe or because he did not love the woman anymore could adam take you know today we don't love anymore oh i don't love you anymore the man doesn't love the woman the woman doesn't love the man oh i find somebody else i find you know i'm not saying you cannot move on if the situation is not right if it is not lining up with what god's principles are you see what i'm saying that's not what it is about i am saying to you that God is saying that he created an eternal bond, an eternal bond. Praise God. And that is so important. Could Eva have given back her rib? No. Could, could Adam have said, I want it back? No. All the couples out there, um, they're called by, who are called by God. Remember, God does not see the man than the woman, even though he has an order of things. But no, he is ahead of the man. The man is ahead of the woman. Genesis 3 verse 8. The man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord and he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Amen. The man is not complete by himself without the woman. Neither is the woman complete without the man. With God first, they complete each other together. Though the, through, no, through the rib connection. Amen. Today, the man and woman are still connected and both are necessary to coexist, to be valued, to be honored as God's great creation, to come before him as one when joined together. Amen. Praise God. Receiving their differences and understanding their purposes within Within, they were initially created. Amen. Praise God. Let us think about these things. Thanks so much for joining me today on Knowing the Creator. See you soon.